It is Thursday the 2nd December. My name is Nigel Booth, the Reality Coach, and welcome to the Reality Check. Now today have we got an exciting show for you. We've got a very, very special guest star in today, Amy Roots. She is a humanitarian, vegan and educator, and also the author of a, a, an inspirational children's book. She also teaches um, education through inspirational street dancing, and she's got a whole load of stuff to tell us. But before we do that, I'm going to come across to Jazz, our co-host, and say, Jazz, welcome again to Thursday. How are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm well um, alive. How are you? Fantastic. You know, I've had a, a, such an interesting week this week, having lots of responses from the conversations that we were having last week yeah. about sort of mental health and, and how do we deal with that. Absolutely phenomenal. Again, I want to shout out to uh, Christine in uh, Orlando. Uh, she's having a great time listening to the show. And of course, if anybody else wants to get in touch with us, do get involved. So without further ado, what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce Amy Roots to you and say, Amy, welcome to Revolution Radio, and in particular, welcome to The Reality Check. How are you? Thank you. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm feeling really good and bright today. Thank you for asking. So tell me a little bit about this book, because I, I've, I've, been, I've seen this book, and, and for me, it is, is really, really inspirational, because it has got so much in there. And there is so much room for sort of other people to put their sort of take on it. But tell me a little bit about this little star. Okay, so this little star is a creation that um, I was inspired to make by my husband, actually. We had a um, newborn being born in the family. Everyone was in a WhatsApp group getting ideas for a little book for a baby shower. And um, all the books were disappearing, spot the dog, the owl and the pussycat. And... Um, I was really struggling to think of a book that I wanted to pass on that would be relevant and a book for the future. And uh, my husband, Glenn, turned around and said, uh, just make one, Amy, just make one. Absolutely. And so I did, I did make one and uh, spent just weeks just staring at my screen and, and going through different words and um, just putting all of my passion into creating this, this book for our, our newborn. And now I just want to share it with everyone. So you, you say it's for a newborn, but I also know that it's not just for, for newborns. Um, you know, what kind of age range uh, is the book designed for or, or has at least been able to use for? That's right. Thank you for bringing that up, because actually, um, when I was younger, I um, struggled a lot with the the stage of progressing on to being told to read by myself and um I loved it when my mum would sit and read The Hobbit um until we fell asleep she only ever got past the first page but she'd reenact all the characters and create all these different kind of emotions and feelings around it and I hold those feelings really dear to me so when I had books that I was reading as a, as a youngster um I really remember the the imagery and and that all stand out to me so um I created this book for people to be able to have as a book they can cherish. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of targeted at reading age. Um, I'd say roughly five to seven years, but I don't really want to put a label on it because I don't want to hinder the development of children who perhaps like myself are more drawn to imagery or poetic texts and the, just the whole idea of the book rather than being pushed to have to 
focus on what your reading level is so you know I'd even say up to the age of 11 um, kids are going to love this book just like my tatty old book that I carry around with me at home still um, from my childhood and and enjoyed reading to other younger children as I as I grew up so yeah I, I try and keep it quite open and I think it's a, a book that can be um, accessible and inclusive for all hopefully Wow, well, there's a lot there, a lot there. Jazz, give me one book that you've read as a child that was inspirational. Oh, my gosh. My memory, I don't know if it goes that far back. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> we are going to think about I'm what book did we read when we were young that really inspired us. And we're talking about the importance of reading books. And in the studio today, we've got Amy Roots, uh, the, the author of This Little Star. But Jazz, we were just talking about what inspirational books did you read when you were young? Yeah, so... Or what were read to you? I mean, obviously, <coughs> I actually went to... Um, there's this thing in... Like, when I was younger, we'd go to the library every summer and there would be, like, a book club. And I read a lot of Ro- Roald Dahl. Am I saying that right? Roald Dahl. Yeah. I read a lot of Roald Dahl books. And, obviously, I loved the adventurous, like, stories that were in those books and stuff but I also grew up in a lot of Disney like movies I watched a lot of you know Disney movies and I just love also the stories it told I love the different varieties of stories that were in there I think my favourite movie like even to this day is um, Beauty and the Beast oh right okay just the story of how everything happens how all the cutlery the, the plates everything comes together to help and it's just it's like so magical and it just brings like happiness and joy I feel like that kind of um inspires me or inspired me to kind of be the person I am today it's more on the bright and happy side of life and finding the good and trying to be better and trying to find the better in in a bad situation it's really interesting about now we're talking about reading you know because it it really does depend on what we read of how we gain that information about not just who it is that we are and what we feel about ourselves but what the world looks like Amy as an author um do, do you read a lot yourself um, so I, I was always encouraged to read a lot at a young age, but I found that um, once my parents asked me to or <laughs> instructed me to start reading by myself and stopped carrying me up the stairs to bed, that actually I struggled a lot to focus on the words on the page when it was just words. Um, my brain kind of switched off and I'd find myself just reading the same sentence over and over again. And every night I'd open the same chapter and read exactly the same bit again because I just had no connection with it. Um, so I do tend to read now more non fiction books self-help books and things like that or just anything that kind of is enlightening and and can give me a little bit more knowledge or understanding but I have I have read um some books I've read 1984 and I've read um I'm in the process of reading Darren Brown's Happy um so yeah anything that kind of is uh, informative and um I suppose that just connects with me I think for me the, the, the only two books that jump into mind and being dyslexic uh, it's got so many different qualities that I would never give away. But reading is, is, is one of the sort of things that I do find difficult. But I remember reading Adrian Mole, 12 and three quarters, uh, and being really inspired because there were just small sections of like a diary uh, input, you know, and I could read it and, and understand it and grasp it. But I think the second book that really sort of inspired me was, was, was the, the Anne Frank Diaries. You know, it was really, really, really important. Do you think... And this is an open question. Do you think that people have stopped reading? 
I I don't I don't well I did a literary fair the other week and there was definitely plenty of people there I think people are still reading I did notice that um I was described as the young one in the room um by the other authors and that uh, my book stood out so perhaps um that's um a, a nod towards us maybe getting more young authors in so that we can kind of embrace those messages um and, and pass those forward I feel like I feel like that's a good point I feel like um maybe the younger generation don't read as much i do know like i have some friends that do love to read Mm -hmm. but i do feel like like um amy said as well like in my older age right now i I am drawing back to wanting to read books and being interested in some books i see like walking past the bookstore and i'm like that looks really interesting and that appeals to me i want to read that but i don't think like people have stopped reading i just feel like maybe the younger generation are finding other things that are not read like that is not going to read a book or going to the library, for example. As whereas back in the day, possibly people would be that that would be like maybe the meetup place or you know somewhere you'd go and read and even like you see the um, the elderly sometimes they grab a magazine on the bus or you know passing by the station they pick up the magazine. Yeah, yeah. It's more of the um, the elder generation than the younger generation that would go pick up an, a newspaper or a magazine to read. I, th- I think things have changed massively. Of course, they have, and you know, the, I don't think books will ever disappear. But I do think that, like you know, the the, the actual digital platforms that, that bring the opportunities. And you were saying before, when when mum and dad sort of got to the point of was was asking you or sort of allowing you to read for yourself. How easy is it to get distracted? Mm. How easy is it to sort of, of, of lose that? But what we're going to do, we're going to come back and we're going to sort of look at, you know, how can we utilise this book? How can parents use this book to actually start that process of, of, of inspiring their children? Okay, we're going to go jump straight in. Jazz, you've got a question that you were yeah. just talking about while we were listening to that. Yeah. What, what, what was the question? So, Amy, I was just wondering, like, um, so if parents were to go, you know, purchase the book and, you know, read it to their children or even if children were to get the book and had the book bought for them what would you want the children to feel from reading the book or what would you want you know the aim for the parents to be able to give their children from reading um this little star your book well well jazz i would say that i when i wrote the book i wanted to recreate that kind of magic of story time that i had at home with my parents i'm I feel very fortunate that I came from a really loving, supportive home. Um, And I feel like this book carries on that message to kind of reassure and affirm to the future bright stars of tomorrow that they can be whatever they want, um, but they will come up against challenges. Um, Those things will happen along the way, but you have to keep on going and keep on growing. And along the way, you'll come up against more challenges. And uh, it's just really a book about being unique as I was told by one of my young readers a nine-year-old that came back to me and said this book is about being unique which just made me absolutely smile because yeah I just want to have young people feeling inspired and empowered to be their best self really because there is a lot of pressure isn't there these days of of young people as well as older people but young people there's a lot of pressure with the digital formats that we've got and the the instagrams and the facebooks and whatever it is to actually step up to a mark that really isn't them you know and i I think that you know having this opportunity whether or not you're six seven eight nine or ten or in fact if you're older as us as parents to be able to read something like this as that reminder that we are all here to shine 
And I think that, you know, the, the actual deeper sense, and it's an amazing book, and it's an amazing opportunity to talk to you, Amy, but that deeper-rooted, you know, message here is about we are all ready and we're all right to shine. I think a lot of people actually move away from shining. You know, I remember going back to um, when I was a kid, my mum used to always wake us up and she'd say, rise and shine, hang your knickers on the line or something like that. And it really was in that say, come on, let's get up and let's really do this. Yeah. What is the feedback that you're getting from parents about the book? Yeah, I find it really interesting, it's particularly doing um, kind of face-to-face stalls and the Christmas events that we've been doing recently because I... I see so many children coming up to the stall drawn in by the big bright bold colours and they love it and they want to read it. And I also do see um, some parents um, perhaps concerned that the book is too young for their children and uh, I kind of see them kind of being pulled away from the book. I've seen that happen a few times, um, which makes me feel a little bit sad, but you know, everyone's got their own parenting techniques. But I just wanted to be able to send the message to people that it, that it is okay to be whoever you want to be, whenever you want to be, um, at whatever age. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's really, really important. Jazz, you've got your hand there. You want a question? Yeah, I was going to say, because I've like, obviously read through the book a little bit and I can see that the little star does go through a little bit of trouble. So I think it's good that, you know, from a young age, although you're not trying to say like, <laughs> like the bad side of things, but it does give the not the impression like the the view of although it's going it you could go through this as a little start it comes out of it and it's much better which i think is important because sometimes in little um, children's books you see that it's all like roses and daisies and it's all happy endings and that's not always the case in real life well i think in in real life do you know we talked about the curveballs the other week you know life is like this you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not always roses and sort of skipping through the park. Sometimes things do come along. And that's where really the reminders for me of who it is that we are and what it is our intent to be. And my intent is to, is to shine like a diamond and, and, and really sort of, of push as much of the brightness that I feel inside out there. One of the questions that, that I was going to be uh, asking about is that you're also going to be doing some educational resources. And that's going to be a free Uh, resource but we're going to talk about that right after this it is thursday it is the 2nd of december and this is the reality check we're talking about the importance of reading we're talking about the importance of reading to our children and reading to ourselves one of the things that we were talking again uh, to to amy is about another set of resources that you're doing Uh, educational resources that are going to be free uh, what, what, what's that about? That's right, yes. So I've worked in education my whole career. I started out as a teacher at 15, 16 years old, teaching other adults, which is very, uh, very scary. But um, g- coming up to where we are now, um, I'm now at a stage where I want to just give, 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 because I think it's so important that to grow as a community, as a society, that we all share our knowledge and our experience with one another. Um, so yeah, I've got the book, which I'm hoping will be a perfect guided light for, for Christmas gifts. But my Christmas gift to uh, everybody is going to be um, a free website, which will be interactive. So that is having the final finishing touches made to it as we speak. And it will have um, interactive stories. It will have little games and quizzes that people can play. And also it will be a resource for parents at home um, looking to educate and inspire their children or grandparents or cool auntie and uncles um yeah so 
that's something that I want to gift to people to have wow. that opportunity. And I think that's going to be really good timing. You know, I, I think the, the winter months are upon us, you know, and I know there are already little bits of restrictions that we're all beginning to feel, not just because of mm-hmm. its cold, but because of everything else. This is a great resource if, if, if people and, and, and children are at home, home studying or at weekends and, and, and parents are really wanting to, to enable that sort of family get together, that, that sort of resource that they can actually start to do. Are they going to be able to do things like put their own poems on there? Or is this just the the sort of, this is what we can do with the website? That sounds like a wonderful idea. I love when people give me new ideas because then I will go away and have a think on it and think, hmm, how can I make sure that I'm, um, you know, reaching those people that want to do those things? Um, but, but for now, it will be a resource in which that um, parents or whoever's reading to their young ones can um, have further text to read and just new resources. So, I mean, I remember sitting with my nephew on my lap um, I've always been self-employed um, so I was babysitting and I was trying to write with one hand and I've got him grabbing the mouse and touching the screen on my other leg at just 18 months old and crying and oh, what do you do what do I do and so it's a resource that people can go onto this website and feel safe that the content that they are accessing will be suitable for their young ones um, in those early years of development. And as they start school as well, you know that you've got an extra resource there that you can pull on to um, give them that just little bit of extra support with their education and development. You know, it's listening to your talk and, and, and I don't know about you, Jazz, but for me, it, it really starts to hit home how important it is yeah. that we actually sort of... Because I, 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 I've never read, really, you know, but listening to you talk, I'm thinking, wow, this really is a great opportunity because it takes me back to a, a young person that I was working with, um, and, and, in, and again, he was in education, and, and he said, sir, and I said, yes, it's right, isn't he? I said, what's right? He said, you're never too young to start. Mm. And it blew me away, really. And I said, you're right. It's never too young to start. Mm. The other question I was going to ask you is that what if, what if you haven't started this way? Because for some parents, you know, and I'm going to, a confession for, from my point of view is that I, there's never a book to tell you how to do something. Of course. You know, and, and of course, because we're all unique, uniquely different with the way that we approach parenting, you know, but, but for me, uh, this kind of thing is, is, is a real starting point at whatever age but what would you say as the author of this if they're just picking this up for the first time and they haven't been talking if parents haven't been having that inspirational conversations etc etc what would you give the advice to how to start to use this wow okay well i think this is a real good kind of icebreaker and a kickstarter for that for that type of action because this book um as i was discussing with you earlier um was that that this book can be expanded on so it opens up those conversations and that engagement in the learning rather than just being um a poem that is very literal in that sense um so it does leave room for questions to be asked so i i was reading in the early stages while i was developing and asking for feedback from my young audiences and i was asked things like what you know what is a black hole um and i i then briefly explained you know it's a big hole in space and uh, the child said well what happens when things get pulled inside and you don't know all the answers but as a parent or somebody reading you can give the best answers that you can and the most important thing is that it starts conversation excellent now the one question that I, i'm going to come over to you with is 
an amazing book. I love the way that it is quite ambiguous so that people can bring in their own interpretations. They can bring in their own translations of what this is. It sounds like it's going to be an amazing Christmas present. And I know that everybody is looking around for that unique Christmas present. Where can people get hold of this, Amy? Okay, so um, for now, it's first of all, hashtag not on Amazon, um, because I am very much into environment and sustainability, but you can get a copy from my own website, which is amyroots.com forward slash this little star. And if you do keep an eye on my social media pages at this little star, there will be regular updates on there. So you'll be able to find out when our our new website's coming out too. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you in and and talk about this book and I think that there are going to be lots of people listening that are going to have their ears pricked up and and really thinking about how do they start to interact and how do we begin to get people to start that whole process of being inspired to shine Mm. because that's what it's all about isn't it the reality check here on Revolution Radio is about getting people to talk about themselves it's getting people to recognise that that light within inside of them that, that brightness that energy is to bring it to the forefront of their mind Jazz what are your thoughts I mean I, I've like read through the book and I love I actually love the idea of it I think it's important as well from a young age like Nigel you mentioned earlier that it's, it's it is kind of important to allow you know children to kind of understand from a young age that even though like the little star goes into a black hole but it's all right in the end because it goes through the stages of you know finding out themselves and becoming better and becoming stronger and being and like shining and being that star i think it's important to let children know that from a young age because maybe if some children may not have that, they might grow up and not realise that, you know, I can still be a star. You know, I've just got to come out of this black hole. Yeah. I think, Amazing. I think that's a, it's, it's a great translation, and yeah. I think that it, it's right. Amy Roots, author of, of This Little Star, I want to say thank you so, so much, and I really am looking forward. You did discuss earlier on that you've got another book in development, but we'll go through that. And actually, if you'd come back into the studio and share it with us, I'd really appreciate it. Would that be okay? Of course. I would love to do that, Nigel, and I've had a great time with you and Jazz today. Is there anything that you'd like to say to our listeners? Hey, just keep shining big, bright and bold in everything that you do. Wow, 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 wow. Absolutely. Great energy. Absolutely. Well, listen, thank you very much for listening. This is the Reality Check. This is Revolution Radio. And next week, what we're going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about the fight and flight syndrome and finding that extra F word. But until then, this is Take That. Have an amazing week. And I look forward to talking to you next week. 